every single one of us has a genius inside us. It's just about finding what that genius is and then dedicating yourself to that skill. So, you know, when, when you look at my story and as I came through school and, you know, I wasn't a particularly smart kid, I'm, I'm acutely dyslexic. And up until being 14 years of age, I was told pretty much every day of my life I was stupid. Um, once I was diagnosed with dyslexia and told that I had a reasonably high IQ, I was able to then turn my focus away from what I wasn't good at, which was reading and writing and spelling, and focus on what I was good at, which is reading situations, problem solving, people interaction, the ability to build fast, solid relationships with people, and then learn to learn to focus on what I was good at and not spend any time focusing on what I wasn't good at. Um, and then that is all about having a passion. And you know, if you've, I was, I never had a passion to own my own business. <clears throat> that was not the case. But I, but I had a passion to find something that I loved, and I was. If you love it, you've got a much better chance of being good at it. And if you're good at it, then you've got a much better chance that someone will buy it off you. And the money and the success becomes a byproduct of that initial passion, that initial love, that initial absolute desire to be the best version of yourself at your chosen sport, job, career, whatever that may be. You have a very, very, very interesting story. Was there a certain time in your life that you can recall where you were in some type of predicament, either negative or positive, and you decided to follow your heart and it led to a, a more positive outcome, even if it may have been in very challenging circumstances? Yeah, I've had a number of those um, situations where I feel I've, I've followed my heart. Probably, probably the most relevant one is obviously moving into the food and beverage industry when I did, um, and then enjoying the highlight of, of food and beverage, which at 27 years of age was the party, the party, uh, the party life. I enjoyed that far too much, which eventually put me in a coma and put me in hospital for, well, nearly 12 months. I was, I was in a coma for three months. And when I woke up out of that coma and I couldn't speak and it took me a month to learn to walk again, I was an extremely, extremely sick boy. While I'd been asleep, my parents had done a deal with a friend of theirs to sort of swap my shares in this food and beverage company into the diving industry. They didn't believe that if I was to recover from this illness, I could ever be faced with alcohol again. I would ever go back to the industry and, and even remotely believe that, that I could be successful at it. <clears throat> Once I'd recovered a little bit and they told me this story and um, I was, um, there was no way on earth I was going to move into the diving industry. My heart had fallen in love with the food and beverage industry and then it would become a business as opposed to a lifestyle and it was just you know my, my body told me and my heart told me and my gut told me if you like that this is something that I was good at this is something that I absolutely loved and this is something that I was going to continue to love so there was no there was no thought process I could ever come out of it I just had to change the the reason why I did it that's a really cool story and I'm I think right now you, you're pretty happy that you uh, followed your heart in that moment. Um, probably not now. <laughs> given, <laughs> Good point. Good given that 75% um, of my, uh, my portfolio is closed at the moment or, or operating on very, very, very tight occupation um, sizes. But as I say, you know, I'm, I, I've, not, I've not let this get to me. I've not let this get me down. This is not going to beat me. This will not be the end of what we do. This will be actually the rejuvenation and, and rejuvenation of, of doing it in a, in a slightly different manner for a short space of time. The world is not going to continue under lockdown for the foreseeable future. 
there is no new norm of food and beverage. You know, you're seeing these people pivot to have glass things come over your head and glass screens and have your dinner in a greenhouse outdoor. That goes against the core of human society. We are integrating, we are, we are mixing, we are mingling, we are standing next to the girl at the bar um, and we will eventually get back to that. So I just have to navigate those choppy waters until we get there. And if I was a betting man, I only bet on myself, but I think I'd bet on you. Well, <laughs> uh, history, Paul, <laughs> Paul uh, you mentioned you may have a few stories. You have another one that you might want to share? I'll tell you whether you win that bet or not. ...into an attempted suicide um, because I was so unhappy that I was letting my parents down. I was... Um, I was fed up with being told I was stupid at school and I couldn't see any other way of, 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 of coming out of that situation. I made the, the silly decision to, uh, to try and end it all. Um, I woke up in hospital after they'd done what they had to do to make sure I was okay. And it was sort of four o'clock in the, in the morning. And I woke up and my, father's, my father was at the side of my bed and he had hold of my hand. And I said, I'm sorry, dad. And he said, okay, what are you sorry for? I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I let you down. Who, who said you let me down? So, well, you know, I'm stupid. I'm dyslexic. I'm at school. I'm not going to do anything with my life. I'm not. I'm not what I want to be, uh, and I'm not what you want me to be. He said, I just want you to be happy. Who said I want you to be anything more than that? Just to be happy. Just to go off and do what it is that you love. And at that moment, there, I felt this warmness in my absolute soul. It was way bigger than the, the warmness in my heart. It was. It was an absolute sort of sense of security that no matter what I did, as long as I was smiling and as long as I was enjoying it, that I would make my father proud. And that was, that was a complete, that was from that moment on was when I started to really have a vision in my life as to, to what I wanted to be and how I would describe success. That's really cool. How do you describe success today? In a piece. Took me 45 years to understand that. What does inner peace mean? Inner peace means having contentment with yourself, being, being proud of who you are. And, you know, if you look back through my illustrious career, um, you know, I don't necessarily believe all of the credit that I get. I don't necessarily believe I'm as successful as one might suggest I have been. Um, but success is not logos. It's not... It's not trophies on a wall. It's not achievements at award ceremonies. Success is finally being proud of what you've managed to achieve, being proud of the person that you evolved, you evolved yourself to become. You know, I have, I have multiple parts of my life where I wasn't proud of myself and I wasn't proud of some of the things I've done. Uh, and I wasn't proud of the, the way that I lived my life. And I think it was the coma that, that really hit me hard and made me have a real look and reflection at the type of individual I am. For a very long time, I, I beat the absolute living crap out of myself, constantly striving to be better, never forgiving myself, never allowing myself to, to enjoy the moments that I was faced with, always looking at how I could be better, how I could do it better. And then the pressure that comes with that, it's not only the pressure that you put on yourself. You know, if, you, if you employ these impossible targets of success, then nobody around you can ever achieve them either. So it's not only yourself that you beat the crap out of, it's everybody else around you that you beat the crap beat the crap out of and, and that's no fun for anybody so you know I went on a journey probably five years ago where I, I believed that 
I'd started to become the sort of person I quite liked and I wanted to be around and somebody I'd be proud to introduce somebody else to. And that then made me realize that the, the whole key to that was to just forgive yourself. You know, everyone makes mistakes, everyone's human. It's what you do next that is, is your deciphering um, moments in time. So, you know, that, that would be the, you know, if there's one way to describe what is success, it's inner peace. It's, it's finding that, um, it's finding that settlement with who you are and who you are becoming.